Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. some extra space back there welcome in to the phnx d-backs postgame show right here on phnx my name is derek montia occasionally known as your mayor of the postseason this man next to me is in charge of all the lights and all of the stadiums it's mr electric himself ski Sean DePaz. Ski. we're doing that that's our official song now mo, where you doing. at where is mo we're looking for mo mo, mo is, where you at mo is nowhere to be found right now dodgers fans where you all at Let's bc where you at go what where you at Huge game one victory. The Arizona Diamondbacks absolutely pummeled the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, I, I don't know what your wildest dream is of how well this game could have gone for the D-backs, but this has to be it. This has to be beyond that because the Diamondbacks well, certainly was. were absolute beasts today. Uh, there's the snakes were snakes. They, they were, were slithering. They were slithering on offense early and often in this game. Uh, it started very early, uh, and the Diamondbacks did something quite historic against uh, Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Per ESPN stats and uh, info, Kershaw is now the first starting or relief pitcher in MLB postseason history to allow five hits and five runs before recording an out. And why is that? <laughs> because the Diamondbacks absolutely pummeled. <laughs> Uh, Clayton Kershaw tonight. Uh, of course, we saw things get started off right away. Cattell Marte hit a leadoff double in the first inning, and the Diamondbacks did not stop from that point. Corbin Carroll looked like the absolute veteran that we know he is uh, with his <laughs> RBI single that got things started against Kershaw and put the Diamondbacks up on the board early. Uh, Fam singled in the inning. Walker uh, doubled with an RBI double. Uh, then, of course, uh, with two on, Gabriel Moreno just busted this goddamn game Dead wide open. Three run, three run bomb uh, with a bat flip that gave the Diamondbacks a five to nothing lead. And this was all with no outs. Uh, and it's also the reason why I don't have much of a voice left because of all of the screaming and yelling me and these two guys were doing here in the studio. Uh, we definitely let Jesse down with the way we were celebrating some of some of the <laughs> there was some excessive uh things said but of it's course the motherfucking yaw. it's, it's the, the motherfucking yaws uh but man can you imagine this boys no can you imagine this I said they were gonna lose before the game so he no did. I certainly can't imagine <laughs> he that. did to be fair uh, he did I was in part doing that because reverse jinx a little bit a little bit um, a little bit reverse jinx. but also I 
I certainly did not expect it to go anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They, I, I mean, I don't even, what is there to even say? It's playoff. They scored Clayton 11 Kershaw. runs on, yeah. the, on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we are fucking dangerous. Uh, in fact, Clayton Kershaw knows that for a fact now. The only out he recorded was a Lourdes Gurriel ground out. After that, Alec Thomas walked. Um, Evan Longoria celebrated uh, his 38th birthday, 38 years young, with an RBI single that put the Snakes up 6-0, to zero, and that would effectively uh, end Kershaw's day. He would exit the game after pitching just one-third of an innings pitched. <sighs> injected into my goddamn veins. Who just injected directly into my have, veins. But, I mean, could you imagine being a Dodgers fan? Yeah. It's no, gotta it's gotta can't. be a tough experience. Can't surprisingly quiet. I'm, I'm sure they Not all I'm sure bit. they all went to bed so they can't really be yeah, up to the show. Where are they? I don't yeah. know. We usually have so many. Uh, they're all over the place. There, there were some there were some in here uh stirring the stirring the pot, and I don't think they'll be returning anytime soon. But let's take a look at some of our super chats because I missed out on those. Charles Woodall Pike, bless you. Uh he says the wagon is three and oh in the yoffs, three and oh with the playoff stashes. Uh, and Still undefeated. 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 Uh, Although Nicholas, you're getting dangerously close to getting back to Beard. Well, look, over. I have to go to a reggae festival in Las Vegas yeah, in about like six hours, so I don't. I don't want to look like a cop. But uh, Nicholas Gruder says this is starting to feel like the Suns finals run. I was happy just taking a few games from LA and then ran all the way to the finals. Let's ride. Let's, let's I completely ride. agree with that. That was one of the. That was one of the most like fun I've had. Because it was kind of like that, right? The Suns were kind of doing something that you're like, yeah, maybe this team is good enough, but I don't know. Maybe I mean, like this, I don't know. I mean, they're they're good, but are they that good? And they made it all the way to the finals. Who the hell knows? Because after this win, how can you look at this Diamondbacks lineup and say that they aren't good well, and I, what I, they did to this Dodgers I team? I mean, genuinely, right now in the postseason, the Diamondbacks and the Phillies look like the two most dangerous teams yeah. Full stop. I mean, yeah. obviously the Astros too, but like the day like, the day PHLY launched, we knew we were on a collision course to yeah, do battle man. with them. We just yeah. didn't know how epic that battle could be, and it could be in the NLCS. But we're not going to get there yet. Uh, but the Diamondbacks, we're not done yet. Even once Clayton Kershaw mm -mm. left the game, they they continue to put it to the to the Dodgers. Corbin Carroll kicks off the second inning with a 421 foot dinger that pushed the lead to seven to nothing. Uh there was some more runs scored. Tommy Pham uh singled Walker got hit by a pitch. This was all in the second inning. Uh Longoria hit a sack fly. Lourdes Gurbiel had an RBI double that scored uh Tommy Pham. Basically this was a nine to nothing game for the majority of of this game. Uh Patrick Lyons is talking about the empty seats, uh, all the yeah, yellow got seats. Yeah, real empty in there. Yeah, there was uh, Bob Costas, uh, legendary sports announcer, Syracuse even alum. even noticed when uh, one particular fan left. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, he he had his he had his research together, but they were getting up and getting out. Brett Johnson, thank you for the super chat. He says we are so here. The Gabby bat flip with Kershaw hanging his head is the best thing. I need it framed now. Fuck you. It was so good. And I mean, I would I, retire if I was Clayton. Kershaw. Uh, you know, like you were talking about the fact that there was another shot right after that of Corbin and Gabby just next to each just other, laughing. beaming, just laughing, just vibing. And man, that felt like uh, that felt like a future that we we get to experience here in, in Arizona for for quite some time. So, man, it's exciting to see those two guys being the ones to get it done. Uh, flex. Flex got the $15 super chat. No, we missed it. But where is that? Do we have the flexes? Because Flex is, Flex is the man. Flex is the best uh, uh, Diamondbacks, new Diamondbacks fan that we have. 
uh, he has oh. been providing us with the super chats. I guess he was going up five dollars uh, for every win. Yeah. So we're up to fifteen dollars from from Flex. That's my guy. Uh, by the way, that really is my guy. I love working with Flex. I do love. It him. is one of the, he's one of the coolest human beings I've ever met. So thank you, Flex. Uh, I don't know where it went though. I don't know. It disappeared. Yeah, he's well. I mean, maybe he's not such I'll a good guy. I'll take your word for it. Maybe Flex. he's just saying he did it, but I, we're not finding it in here. So, <laughs> uh, Michaela is still waiting on her apology. No, I was hoping you were going to acknowledge it. I refuse to apologize. Okay, well, I explained to everybody why I refuse to apologize. I did nothing wrong. Um, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We'll move on. Okay, thank you. You know why? Because we're not gonna we're not gonna dive into the negativity after an eleven two win. We are gonna dive into more fucking home runs. Alec Thomas added a solo home run in the seventh. You get a home run. And Tommy you get Pham a home run. added a you solo get a home, home run, run in the eighth. You get a home run. My God, man! I mean, it was just incredible. Uh, keeping <laughs> up with the offense in the first inning was was a chore when you're trying to send out funny tweets about it. But I mean, to be honest, it was just incredible unbelievable yeah. just i again like you couldn't have asked for a better night uh from the diamondbacks we had our concerns about pitching we had our concern fuck all of that the offense <laughs> just automatically gave this team a lead and allowed them to not really have to worry about the rest of yeah. of this poten is, potentially falling apart on them. it is kind of hilarious though with mert like the whole talk about mert was obviously his his trouble against the the dodgers coming in and then he had, like, not just the best performance. He's probably, like, a, a downright great performance against the Los Angeles Dodgers. But who cares? Yeah. Like, of course, the time that he actually pitches well, they didn't even need him to pitch that yeah, well. But he did. He was outstanding. Went crazy. Yeah, it was outstanding. And, like, this was something, like, like you haven't seen the D-backs do almost at all, like, even in the regular season. It's just, like, a head-to-toe dominant. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. No, not not some time and negative. Obviously, Castro wasn't good, and so they can't say that it was perfect. But it was it damn was almost near. Per, almost perfect. And yeah. Castro was not in the game if they're not winning ten nothing. In that situation, That's right? very so, true. Like it, it it was like a head to toe, like whistle to whistle domination. Pillar to post, baby. Backs, Pillar which to is post. Not something you've seen from them very often this year yeah um which if like that's the kind of output that they are going to have in these playoffs it makes them a very terrifying team. What a time for Merrill Kelly to have. Uh, his first win against this Dodgers team. Oh, oh, and 11 coming into this game. He does get a six run lead right out of the gate. So I'm sure that made things a lot easier on him, but man, I mean, you can only imagine that he felt like the, the weight of this game was lifted off of his shoulders by the offense, which as you said, is not something that these starting pitchers get very often. Mm -hmm. They do get run support. They do get these, this team playing for them, but it's not very often that they have actually had such yeah. a big uh, offensive uh, yeah, output that allowed that the, you know, allowed the starter to go out there and have a <laughs> six run lead after right. one and a nine run lead after yeah, two. Yeah, Because in the pregame show, we had listened to Mert talk about how he, he can't like he can't be thinking about his, his struggles with yeah. the Dodgers and stuff like that because he'll beat himself before. He, but like you could say that as much as you want. Once you get on the, I, I have a hard time believing that's not somewhere in the back of his that head. you're not thinking. But about when it, you right? go up with a six run lead before you ever even take your hoodie off, mm -hmm. like it's like, oh, I don't even have to be that good. Like I could just go out there and do my thing, and uh, yeah, it, it'll like it'll be fine. Yeah, and obviously, and I think when he's in that mindset, just being like, I just got to go out there, like. Nothing matters. I can just go out there and be myself. Yep. Like that's when you get Merrill the mainstay, and that's exactly yeah, what he was tonight. He was uh, the absolutely the mainstay for this team. The offense just didn't let up. Six and a third innings pitch, three hits, no runs, two walks, five Ks. Uh, also, 
a devastating look that he gave to Tori Lobolo when Tori came out to try to pull him from the game. We have that. Look at this. <laughs> look at this look. I didn't he know was, he had this. That's he, was, so good. he was hiding the biggest smile you've ever seen. Like he literally needed to do this so that he wouldn't be sitting there just grinning from ear to ear as yeah. Tori approached him. Uh man. I mean, and he didn't want I think I think we tried to lip read him here. I think he said, like, give me one more. I think he just wanted to get out of this. He just wanted the seven the innings pitched. Complete. Uh, but man, what a, what a night, what a night for that guy. And I mean, again, what a, what a time to get your first win against the franchise yeah. that has tortured you for, uh, a, a long time yeah. here as a member and of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Maybe stay double in the chat is making a tremendous point. Like as much as I, I kind of just said it, it almost didn't matter. Like this is a Dodgers team that is still the Los Angeles Dodgers and could have scored six runs in an inning yeah. at any point. That's absolutely and so fair. Merrill, Merrill pitching the way he did through six and a third or whatever it was yeah. is it, like, was crucial. Obviously like it's hard to imagine that Merrill is giving up six runs in an inning um, or that at any point in the game, Torrey would have even allowed him to do that much, but still like it, it is, I mean, you saw, you saw at the end there, like with one swing of the bat, they scored two runs. Like they, they, it's not like it's still the Dodgers. Right. And so Merrill's, performance although it's going it's ultimately going to be a footnote in what this game is all about was super crucial yeah absolutely and i mean again even if the bullpen just gave up two runs that that like you said that probably in a closer game would not have been the the pitchers that tory relied on but that is the benefit here to this game to merrill's start and to the big lead the diamondbacks were able to rest the high leverage guys that they are going to need in order to get through this series, get this win. And even if they are able to beat the Dodgers in this division series, those guys are going to be called on, you know, the rest of the way they've been worked a lot. Torrey has gone to the bullpen a lot. I mean, the diamondbacks literally just had four starting pitchers. It felt like for the last month of the season. So the bullpen has been worked quite a bit and can use this rest, especially at this time. However, there's something to be said about too much time. And like I said, yeah. we'll get to that in regards to the Dodgers and their bullpen here in a minute. But that look from Merrill Kelly, devilishly handsome guy, <laughs> uh, just trying his best not to smile out there as big as he can on, on, a, on a night where he was absolutely incredible. Uh, is is I mean it sums it up. That's that's how we're feeling right about now. Uh, we don't have to keep our emotions to ourselves though. We're allowed to go crazy. Uh, a guy that we're gonna go crazy for is our King Snake. And as much as we want to give it to Gabby, guys. as much as they wanted to give it to Corbin, Poor we Merrill. had to give it to this guy, NLDS Tommy Fam. Yeah. Four for five, baby. One home run. Uh, the one RBI from the home run. Three runs scored, and just an absolute menace in this game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know that the Dodgers historically are sick of hearing Tommy Pham's name whenever he plays them on the teams that he's been on in this division. But man, this is probably one of his biggest games against the Dodgers. Yeah, I, I mean, it, and this is a guy who went over in, in game one of the wild card series. And that's that was two games ago. Um, and again, like this is a game where the offense was just clicking and damn near anybody could have been King Snake. But I mean, this is not the guy you're expecting to do this, yeah. right? Like yeah. Corbin or Cattell yep. does this. There's a lot of, of guys you would expect to but see here. Tommy over Tommy Fam, Fam. Like I've said before, what makes this team dangerous is when you get the, the supporting cast to start performing out of their minds. Yep. And that's exactly what Tommy Pham did tonight. Obviously the home run wasn't all that important. Like it came, but still, it was still a home run. Um, home run. He didn't think he was going to hit. Mm -hmm. they, they asked him after the thing and in classic Tommy Pham fashion, like, do you, do you know it was going to be a home run? Not really. <laughs> Let's go to some of the super chats real fast. Chris has a super chat right there. Uh, Chris's super chat 
Thank you so much for your super chat, Chris. He says, how about Alec Thomas's 14 pitch at bat oh my God. ending with a dinger? Uh, I have a, I have a note on this. According to Sarah Langs, that is the most pitches in a, uh, in, in an at bat ending in a home run in a postseason since pinch counts were tracked in 1988. The most pitches in a plate appearance ending in a home run in the postseason since pitch counts were tracked. That's wild. Going Jeez. back to 1988. Alec Thomas, stud. Fucking stud. stud. Also a home run that I we, called. I just want to point out, I said he was going to hit home run. I don't know he if did. people remember or not. I do remember I do, that. I did say that was going to happen. I also remember us having a discussion about the younger guys and mostly Alec Thomas because of his struggles needing to be more patient at mm -hmm. the plate. Look at what the results How are. How about the longest step better? How about that? Uh, piece of Yoshi, thank you for your super chase. As Perdomo sold his soul for the S offense today. That's fine. Sometimes sacrifices have to be made. We know that around here. Uh, Brandon Buckingham, I mean, my hair. Uh, Brandon Buckingham says, uh, thank you for the super chat. Regular season numbers mean nothing in the playoffs. True. Way to go, Kelly. That's absolutely the truth. None of that matters. No matter, could have fucking 300 wins, which isn't really possible, or you could have 80. It doesn't matter. If you're here playing in the playoffs right now, it's 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 all a wash at this yeah. point. Uh, Tanner, thank you for the super chase. I was scared and stayed home, but not anymore because we are fucking dangerous. So Let's fucking go. Dangerous. Uh, Alucard says, if Gallon can pitch lights out for game two and our offense stays hot, there's a strong chance we close this out on Wednesday here at Chase Field. With Brandon Fott on the mound. Thank you, Ali Card, for your super chat. You guys are amazing, but holy shit. What an <laughs> unexpected night. What an unexpected win. Uh, and this team is a goddamn wagon. And you should get, of course, mm. the official shirt. Well, the unofficial shirt. The unofficial uh, but it, official But shirt. it's the unofficial official shirt of being a wagon. And, of course. No, it's the official shirt of being a wagon. It's the official shirt of wagons and all wagon-related uh, success. But uh, we are a wagon because we are fucking rolling. And it is a team effort. That's another part that makes this a wagon because this Diamondbacks team has absolutely all been doing it. So get that T-shirt. Go get it right now at PHNX now. Locker. Go get it so you get it for the playoffs. I ordered mine on like Friday and I got it like today. Like Although it seems like we might be playing for a while. I mean, but yeah, you're you going to need know, it. So get you're going to need it. You're going to need it. So go get that shirt. Uh, of course, uh, thank you guys for being here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. Uh, if you are here... Drop us a like. That's our attaboys. We always appreciate you guys uh, doing the likes. Do and it of for course, Gabby. Do we it also Gabby. do it do for, it for Gabby. Gabby's kid. Do it for do it for Papa Gabby. Uh, also, if you're on the audio podcasting side, leave us a review. We always appreciate getting those reviews. Uh, and of course, uh, we always love those five star reviews, especially. Mm -hmm. And make sure you subscribe on the audio podcast side as well. I will tell you tonight. I have a crazy busy night. We all did around here. One thing we could all use is uh, some factor meals to be in our freezer or refrigerator because yeah, they're yeah. not frozen. Freezer right here you, in the you office. You can freeze them to keep them good longer. You can. But they don't send them to you frozen. And so you it's not a good fresh. idea because they are fresh they are, meals so that are ready yeah. to eat. Uh, they take like two minutes to cook in the microwave mm -hmm. and of course they're never frozen uh, and they do have an incredible variety that, that again you kind of need to you kind of need to eat it fresh so make sure you do but he's not wrong i mean we we do this sometimes Same with all options. our food sometimes sometimes we we don't want to we don't want to miss out on factor meals greatness but make sure to check out their meal kits because if you're too busy like we are watching the diamondbacks be a wagon you need to think about feeding yourself and of course make sure you're eating healthy because uh, uh, on nights like this 
Uh, there's not a lot of options. You're going to hit up a fast food place. You know it. And you would rather have a calorie conscious option uh, that keeps you under 550 calories per serving and provides you with 30 grams of protein per serving. So make sure to check out Factor Meals because not only are they super healthy, but they're absolutely incredible. We've said this before, but the little sauce or whatever they always add mm. on, just it levels it up. Like, yeah, you've had ready to eat meals before but Maze never like this chat. Maisel uh, is on fire tonight Maisel is on fire tonight let's go factor is gas i will factor is gas yeah absolutely and confirm. the breakfast options especially are mm. something to check out they also have like cold pressed juices shakes and smoothies, Dude, smoothies so go hard <sighs> yeah i love the smoothies so much the strawberry banana smoothie yep. incredible I'm a sucker uh, for strawberry yeah banana. absolutely so you can rest assured also that you're making a sustainable choice when it comes to factor so make sure to check them out head to factormeals.com slash phnxdbacks50 and use code PHNXDBAX50 to get 50% off your order. That's code PHNXDBAX50 at factormeals.com slash PHNXDBAX50 to get that 50% off. Also, of course, great night for bet MGM. Mm -hmm. Not a great night for my bets, but I'm okay with that. I well, took the over. I, I had the strikeouts for Merrill, yeah. but um, I, yeah. I took three strikeouts for Clayton Kershaw. Oh, my God. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> register three outs. <laughs> oh, my God. It sucks so bad being a Dodgers fan. It's terrible. It's also terrible betting on the That's uh, awful. That's the best missed bet of all time. It's fine. I'm fine that's with the, it. That's the best way to miss that. I'm fine with it. That's fans. a great Where time. Are they? Where, are they? Where are they? Where are the Dodgers fans? Can you bring up the clock? Are there How anyone? Uh, hey, wait. There's one Fernandez here. That looks like a Dodgers fan. So let's go. How does he keep getting away with this? How does Kershaw keep getting away with this? Yeah, we don't know that. But anyway. At least Fernandez had the guts to show up. Yeah, I appreciate you. Because your brethren. Good game. Your brothers in arms have failed to show up. <laughs> They've deserted you. But I will say this, though. Of course, uh, BetMGM did make this game more fun. And, and, of course, if you haven't signed up for that yeah. yet, you should, too. What do you I got? I got a free bet today. Yeah. I, bet, I put it on the Diamondbacks in the World Series. Why not? That's Two a bucks. great thing to do. $2 with free, free bet plus 900. Damon cashed his bet in the first inning. So I think he, he, he was he was good on it. He his, also, but, which we'll talk about later, yeah. maybe defeated James Altman again. All right. Uh, and, oh, man, we got to talk about uh, Jay not showering here in a minute. But I will let you guys know that if you're a new uh, oh subscriber, if you're a new user to BetMGM, use our code of PHNX. Do this and you will get $200 in free bets instantly. And let me tell you. It's not going to be – these offers aren't around forever. They change up all the time. So $200, this is a good one. Do not miss out as a new customer. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with our code of PHNX. Deposit at least $10 and then bet that $10 at a standard odds price. Uh, place a wager in the amount of at least $10 on a standard odds price, a qualifying bet. Once you do, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. So do that now. Get, get that money. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code of PHNX. Again, place your first bet uh, MGM Sportsbook wager through the Bet MGM Sportsbook mobile application. At least $10, you will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane, who I brought a Seattle Mariners t-shirt for tonight. Talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ski. Well, we usually reserve taking a look at the numbers until after the series, but we decided after <laughs> 11 to 2 game, tonight. why not? Let's look at the numbers, Damon. Uh, yeah, 11 runs to 2, 13 hits to 4, no Ski. errors on either side. 
Uh, yeah, that starting pitching ERA. Ski! Quite one side. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we probably shouldn't have done this. How many but we games anyway. are there in the regular season? Uh, there's 162 games in the regular season. I'm well, like, oh, I I'm mean, like maybe for the audio listeners. For the one. audio listeners, yeah. Uh, what's uh, starting the pitch, starting pitching ERA there? The starting pitching ERA for the Dodgers tonight was 162, uh, and that was Oof. 0.00 on the D-back side. Oof. So uh, advantage D-backs. <laughs> uh, relief pitching ERA 5.19 on the Dodgers, 6.74 on the Diamondbacks. H fucking K. Bullpen didn't get a lot of work tonight, and they did give up two runs. Thanks, Miguel Castro. Uh, But the runners in scoring position, batting average, pretty, pretty good here for the Diamondbacks. Uh, And of course, the four home runs to the zero home runs. So why not? Ski. Yeah. That's, They're a motherfucking wagon, dude. Yeah, I mean, we just we show that wagon. to troll, basically, because it was a, mm-hmm. it was as we said, post to post, just ass kicking. It was an ass kicking by the Arizona it was back. But there is one serious thing here. I mean, obviously, we're riding high, and I know this is still a very dangerous Dodgers team. So the yes. Diamondbacks are not going to take them lightly. I'm going enjoying forward. this while I can. We're we're going to enjoy this while we can. We can get our <laughs> jokes in while we can, especially while none of the Dodgers fans are in the chat to yeah, bring it up against us this later shit on. Shit might turn on us fast, so we don't want that to happen. But we will. All also say that this game does have actual impacts on this series it really does the diamondbacks were able to uh not only not utilize their high leverage guys but they were able to not utilize their bullpen very much meanwhile the dodgers bullpen had to basically throw a bullpen game that's what they had to go out there and do making them go eight and a third innings pitched in game one is so big for the rest of the series it's so massive. and i mean the dodgers bullpen is very good Mm -hmm. they have the third best era in baseball 3.42 and they were well rested coming into this but i mean there is something to be said about perhaps being too well rested and i'm not just i'm not saying on the relief end but for the dodgers in general the diamondbacks came in hot they came in playing they got a game you know a day off they got a couple you know like they didn't have too much time off but they did get some time to rest something that they haven't really received up to this point and i i do think that this is like this is a good thing for the series going forward obviously and the impacts could be you know, it, it could be detrimental to the Dodgers as far oh. as their chances in this series. I mean, 100%. They obviously tried to keep themselves active with an inner squad game, but inner squad yeah. games are not real games. Oh, Those yeah. aren't real games. No, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like when you're, when you go into game one thinking you're, you're one of the best pitchers in the history of your franchise is taking the bump, you're not expecting to have to bring in your bullpen two-thirds of the way through the first inning. And that obviously, like, that's a point I made as soon as it happened, basically, like, this puts the Diamondbacks in a great position because the one thing, like, their weakness was their starting pitching. And yeah. now they're in a position where they need their starting pitching to really, I'm not going to say to have a chance because it's still anybody's series, but, like, if they want a chance, like, if they, it's going to be very hard for them to win games unless they get great outings from their starting pitching, which they right. have not really been able to expect for a lot of this year. Right. Um, so I it, it, like it really. Yeah, it does set them up to obviously when you get into a team's bullpen this early into this extent uh, in, a, in a series like it's going to be good no matter what. But especially considering the type of team that Do- the Dodgers are, it is it, it attacks their biggest weakness. Um, yeah. And, oh, damn. Shout out Fernandez. Let's Dodgers go, fan Fernandez. Of the chat. Good Dodgers fan of the chat. Love uh, it. He says, who wants a blowout game anyway? Oh, uh, uh, they're away. boring. This was part of our plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, man. I mean, hey, whatever. 
Whatever. Hey, we'll, if we'll y'all take come it. back and win the series, you're going to look real smart afterwards, but we appreciate the super chat nonetheless. Yeah, no, appreciate it. And Albert, uh, with his super chat, says, just got in from the rising game. What I miss? A oh, lot of offense, oh, Albert. My. A lot of offense. But we appreciate you being here, pal. Um, I mean, honestly, though, going back to the layoffs, right? Mm. Uh, Braves and Dodgers both Different lost Different kind today. of the offs. The, the offs. The, the, they're the offs. They're, 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 I mean, you, you can't. Right. I mean, that's one thing about baseball. I've said it countless number of times before. I've said it in so many different instances, too. <laughs> like when a pitcher comes back from time off or when a player comes back from time off, there's just baseball is just such a weird game where it yeah. takes so long sometimes for guys to ramp up. Some guys are special. Some guys are aliens. They don't those rules don't apply to them. But yeah, for the majority of baseball players, it feels like the consistent thing is that it takes you a while to kind of get in a groove and just having sometimes a, like nearly a week off like the Dodgers mm -hmm. did, that might be enough to kind of yeah. throw you off and have a game like this. I don't even know if it's so much about the rest, but the problem with these with the way the playoffs are not the problem, but the problem, I guess, for a team with Dodgers and the teams with rest with the way the playoffs are set up is like it's not like you're playing another team that's had you're playing a team that's just won at the very worst two out of their last three games and those being the biggest games of the season like the the wild card teams are always going to be hot teams more or less mm -hmm. especially in these playoffs where all of them basically just kicked the ass of the other team in the wild card so every team that these teams that had off are playing are teams that just won two straight games um and it just so happens that three of the four won their games yeah uh or i don't well i don't think it just so happens i think it, it, it is in large part because they're playing teams like the Diamondbacks and the Phillies specifically are two teams that are just kind of on fire. Yeah. They're two teams that I wouldn't really want yeah. to play right now. Yeah. Um, especially in that Philly series where they're the division rivalry. I mean, I guess it is two here too. There's a lot of just really good playoffs. It's series. so good, but it's so good. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's a team that has to now, like they have to go through con, not a learning curve, I guess, but like, I feel like it takes a second to get settled into the postseason. Uh, but that's not it doesn't really matter in the wild card when both teams are going through that here. It's a team that's hot, a team that's gotten settled into the postseason going up against a team that hasn't been there and also has, again, the, pre the pressure that we talked about a lot with the Dodgers consistently choking in the postseason. Well, now that pressure ramps up because now you're a game down to a team that you're supposed to own. Right. And it's like, oh, man, this is like, are we doing the thing again? Well, I, I know we're doing this thing again. Uh, do Damon. Do, uh, do we have a special request there from Jacob in the chat? Do we do we have uh, the Tory video ready? Is that available? Give me a half second. Okay. All right. We'll get that for you, Jacob, because we all want to be fired up. But uh, the Diamondbacks, this is a reminder by, it, it, by the way, in speaking to Damon, and I know he's going to be furious that I introduce him or this while, while he's <laughs> looking at stuff, but... Uh, Damon does own James Outman, uh, by the way, and uh, tonight was just uh, further further proof of that. Is that yeah, right, Damon? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, starting off the game like that, he's, I would argue he's the reason they oh, lost. I wouldn't argue. I would say it's an objective fact, and if, fact, and if you disagree, you are wrong. That, it was, it really was just a wild, like, like, oh, yeah. Wow. Like, How, I mean, we haven't talked about this yet. I mean, we the, really haven't. The game started on the guy who, for most of the year, at least beginning of the year, was competing, quote unquote, competing with our rookie for rookie of the year. The real Roy. The first batter of the game got hit straight to him and he dropped it. <laughs> and it was a hard hit ball. But he dropped a ball that was in his glove to start game one of the NLDS. And they didn't even call it a, an error, which is crazy. But they didn't. I mean, I tweeted it. The moment was just too big for James. He didn't Allen. want it. Yeah. 
It was he too didn't big. Want it. He's not a big game player. No, he's it's not. Unfortunate. It, 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 he's no Corbin Carroll. He's no no out man. Oh, either. you mean the guy who is a big game player who hits moonshots four hundred and forty feet himself? Bombs. All right, doesn't yeah. ever shrink. Yeah, I, I needed to give Dave his moment there, um, <laughs> but I appreciate uh, getting that out. Of course, uh, go get yourself this wagon shirt, guys. Uh, this it's wagon so shirt good. is incredible. Uh, I I really. Uh, I can't lie. Not only do I like representing the wagon, but I like the way it looks. It's a good looking shirt. I'm very excited to, uh, uh, again, I'm heading out to Las Vegas in like 30 minutes. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing, but this is what's happening. I'm going to celebrate by putting all of my money in my bank account on the Arizona Diamondbacks to win the World Series. That's what I'm going to do. Well, is that I believe in the Diamondbacks too, Derek, but did, did I just break a rule by doing that? I mean, what? Emma's here. Oh, Emma's um, here. <laughs> that threw, that's so true. <laughs> There's nothing weirder than when you think you're alone somewhere and then it's someone else just walks in and you're like, like oh. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would Hi. I would save a few dollars. Okay. Just, just in case you need for emergencies or anything like that. <laughs> you sound like my mom. But anyway, <laughs> uh, go get this shirt. If you have a few dollars, make sure to get yourself a diehard membership. Uh, it'll pay for itself, by yeah. the way. You get yourself you get one of free. any of our shirts. Look at these fucking beautiful shirts. Go get yourself a shirt. Talk about the, the answerbacks.com. Oh, I guess they weren't the answerbacks. Answerbacks. I mean, sometimes they're the answerbacks, but sometimes, sometimes they're wagons. The sometimes they're just it. Sometimes they're the truth. They are the absolute truth. And uh, you can represent the truth with this playoff season. Uh, this this wonderful collection of playoff season shirts. Of course, also get yourself that membership at gophnx.com. You will get a free shirt from the phnxlocker.com. You also get 20% off all future purchases. Get access to our members-only Discord lounge. Get all sorts of wonderful members' benefits, including uh, discounts with our partners. You get a $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's. Get a Dobson Ranch Ranch card. Uh, you get uh, members-only access to certain merchandise, discounts to events, all sorts of stuff. So make sure to sign up today. Become a diehard member now. Um, Dude, <laughs> AZ Sports Girls comment, just, when Kershaw was crying, I was laughing. I imagine her, and it's my it's my avatar, so it's funny I'm saying this, but I imagine her as my avatar, just drinking Kershaw's tears like Cartman in that one episode when he ate that kid's family. There's lots but, of people in the chat yeah, calling for Emma now. There's a lot of people. Emma, you're taking over our chat. Uh, but anyway. I just said you were here, and they were like, oh, oh Emma. Emma's here. Yep. All right. Here she comes. Oh, Emma, do you mind telling the people what the Arizona Diamondbacks are? Yeah. A motherfucking wagon. Let's yes, go. Yes, They're a motherfucking wagon. Let's fucking go. It's the motherfucking yachts. Damn straight. Ah, it's Damn the energy. That's straight. the energy we needed in here after all of those scoreless innings to get us through this. But, Psycho material. Uh, it's you game tonight. Don't talk. We don't got to talk about that. I'm not, but I'm just going to say I really wanted to watch it. I didn't have a way to watch it, uh, but then I remembered I did have a way yeah. to watch it, and that was Fubo TV. Yeah, of course. Sorry if you're a direct TV person. Why? I don't know what to tell you, but you can watch it on Fubo TV, and it's one of the only places that you could have been streaming today's ASU versus Colorado game. They have 140 live channels of sports shows, movies, and news, and of course, you can stream live TV from any device, so you could have watched it from wherever you were at. Uh, you can watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price, and of course, there's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. Uh, 1,000 hours of cloud DVR storage included at no extra charge, and of course, you can watch your local teams while traveling, including this goddamn wagon right here so make sure to check out all of the upcoming events including the world series on fubo tv as well as college football nfl and so much more watch all of your favorite college football and nfl games with fubo go to fubotv.com slash phnx to sign up for 15 percent off your first month of fubo pro and now we got pd in the house 
It's an all-star cast. <laughs> it is yeah. an all-star cast. Everybody knows. Wagon. Who is? The, what are the Diamondbacks, Petey? They are wagon. There we go. Attaboy. <laughs> get, uh, on get run over. Yep. Uh, of course, again, Diamondbacks future is so bright. You need yourself a good pair of sunglasses. So get yourself some Shady Rays. It's gear built to last. It's an independent sunglass company with a world-class product, and they are just as good as expensive sunglasses, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear of course uh they are backed by a loss of broken plate replacement plan where if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us that they will send you a brand new pair no questions no shame no guilt nothing they're just going to send you new sunglasses and replace your old ones they may shame um, you and guilt you if you're a dodgers fan but not because you broke your glasses it's because your team lost 11 to 2 that's the reason they're going to do that but you can shop their entire collection uh at the kirlin commons location here in town it's a full stop shop for all things shady rays and of course if you don't love your shady rays exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days there's no risk when you shop their team always has your back long after you make a deal leah uh I what feel are like you need to tell the yeah, people what are the arizona diamondbacks the D-backs are a wagon. There yes. we go. Here we there go. We go. They're a motherfucking wagon. Certified. Certified. Bonafide. Uh, Certified. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Uh, and now I'm ready. These guys got me fired up. Uh, Petey got me fired up. Emma absolutely got me fired <laughs> up. Uh, Leah got me fired up. Can we get Tori to get me fired up? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Listen, this is part of the journey. We're not there yet. Let's enjoy it. Let's embrace it. Let's fucking party. And the connected team is a fucking dangerous team. We are fucking dangerous. Let's fucking party. <laughs> We are fucking dangerous. Oh, my God. A connected team is a dangerous team. Oh, man. I mean, obviously, this is just one win. Dodgers yes. are a very good team. I know there's people I know there's people in the chat that are going to be telling us uh, to pump our brakes. I'm sure once Jesse arrives, uh, he's Fuck going to noise. tell us to we're pump our brakes. We're playing with house but... money. We were never supposed to be here. I'm going to enjoy. We can lose the next three games. I'm not going to give a shit. Because all I'm going to remember is that the, the, the Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers 11-2. And we were never supposed to be here in the first place. So who cares? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to enjoy it. And you know what's going to happen? The Dodgers could win the next three games by a combined score of 40 to zero. And you're still not going to be able to tell me shit. Because I we walked in to Dodger Stadium and we kicked your ass in game one. We might have retired Clayton Kershaw. And I'm, I'm going to be able to take that to my grave. There's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. Uh, Caesar was asking, are we popping bottles again? No, we are not. Out after a game one victory, we don't do that. We were just doing that. Uh, one, it was requested. And two... Can you really get enough of that clip? Because I honestly can't. So uh, anyway, uh, that's one thing to say about uh, tonight's win is tonight's win was was definitely a statement victory. Yeah. Uh, of course, aggregate scoring does not count in baseball. So none of these runs carry over to the next game. Uh, there was talk during the game from the broadcast crew, I think, about like saving runs for tomorrow oh, night. Fuck that. Nah, man, stay in the groove. I hit, do have to say, twenty home runs. I love Bob Costas, but he should not be calling playoff baseball games. <laughs> he does not meet the moment. He's great for the Olympics. He's great when things are all luxurious and and big. But he didn't meet the moment that that, that 
the energy of a playoff baseball. Well, game. no, yeah, definitely. He oh, was I, he was he was out of it early on, which which definitely made I know he's a professional. I'm not going yeah. to attack him in that way, but it, it, it gave off very Dodgers fan vibes. I, one thing I will say, maybe to his defense, I'm just kind of in, I'm just curious about how uh broadcasters are pro- like i wonder how difficult it is to to bring that energy and stuff like that when you're in a ghost town of dot that is dodger Stadium. no it's true we were like, talking about everyone's how- quiet the seats were empty this, it's got to be hard to provide that energy. This is no joke, but we were talking about how excited we were in the first and second inning, and then this game kind of, uh, we kind of, yeah, just kind of. I mean, and, it, and we still had we still had the the couple of scoring runs. The Diamondbacks still went on, you know, to make this an eleven you know run game, but uh, still, yeah, it was hard to it's 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 hard to keep that energy when the Diamondbacks just put it on the Dodgers. Like this was a route. This was a very one sided blowout victory, is what it was. Yeah. And I mean. Like, I think an important thing to point out, right, is they did score. They scored six runs on Kershaw. Mm-hmm. They scored another five on people not named Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I know Fernandez is in the chat talking about how, like, this was all just because Kershaw sucked. First off, the they scored two runs, and they didn't do it until we sent in one of our worst relievers. By, by not to say catch was bad, but, I mean, by the standards of this roster, of this bullpen. Um like so, like, like we were saying, it is. It, this was a whole-hearted ass kicking. Like, yeah, Diamondbacks outpitched, they outhit, they outfielded. Yeah, in every way. Like, Kershaw had nothing to do with the fact that uh, uh, the, the fact that James Outman failed to make two different plays in the first inning in the center field it had nothing to do with James Outman. Uh, again, the bullpen, the, the home runs that came after, or just the runs that came after Kershaw was out of the game. Had nothing to do with with Kershaw. So like the fact that that Merck pitched to shut out six and a third or whatever it was had nothing to do with Clayton Kershaw. So sure, this game doesn't look nearly as bad if they have probably anybody any other starting pitcher in. Um, but still, it's not just because of Kershaw. I mean, Clayton Kershaw though is notoriously bad in the playoffs. Yes, right. And now what you have tonight is his worst start. In his notoriously bad playoff well, I, career, I mean, genuinely one of the worst starts in the history of it's factually of baseball per ever. ESPN stats and info. It is in fact, I mean, uh, like yeah, you could say other things, but Kershaw's the first starting yeah. or relief pitcher in MLB postseason history to allow five hits and five runs before recording an out. That is by far one of the worst. I mean, it's bad enough for a reliever, but I think that would be less shocking. If yeah. it was a relief pitcher, yeah. If 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 Miguel Castro did moment. that, I would. I, I mean, if Miguel Castro did that, I would be sitting here being like, "Tori, what the fuck are you doing? Why is he still in the game?" Uh, but the fact that a but, relief yeah. pitcher has never even done that, yeah, he's the first pitcher Period. in postseason yeah. history no, to it do is it. Crazy. That I mean, I think that really stresses how bad this outing was for him. You know, and yeah. I mean, again, the big thing was we came limping into the playoffs. The Diamondbacks definitely needed help from other teams winning. They did not secure that final win that they needed in order to like win their way into the playoffs themselves. But with the way that they came into this, the offense was by far our biggest question. We knew that when it came down to it, we had two absolute studs in Merrill and and Zach. And I mean, this start by Merrill again, just like this entire outing is more, it's better than we could have asked for better than you could have imagined. Right. But for the offense to be doing what it's doing right now, when it did kind of limp into the, uh, into the postseason, 
is is remarkable you know i mean yeah. the the phillies are are a very good team they seem very hot right now like you said but the diamondbacks are absolutely in a position right now where you know they're just the the dodgers really seem to be on their heels you know you just need to kind of get the those couple of cu- couple of knockout punches in but it really does feel like this was like you know that that first big uppercut in in a heavyweight fight that just almost knocked the dude out like it, yeah. that's how significant this win feels can't get too ahead of ourselves obviously because no. there's yeah. two more wins that are needed but but I, I like it really put them on the it clearly puts them on the back foot like this is this is now the diamondback series to lose they yeah. stole home field advantage they have done the one thing that they could do so far um and win a game so like yeah it, there's still obviously a series to be played um but as it sits right now, the Diamondbacks need to win two games and the Dodgers need to win three. And I would much rather be in that position than the position the Dodgers are. I don't care if they have a, a stronger lineup because they didn't show up today. Um, I don't care if they have a better bullpen because that didn't matter today. Like, I don't care if they have better fielding because they didn't today. Like, it, they they did the one thing they could do. So, like, I mean, you can, Dodgers fans can sit here all they want talking hypothetically about how the rest of the series is going to go. But yep. the fact of the matter is, they the Dodgers lost Game One to the Arizona Diamondbacks, um, and so now this is very much their series. And, and even if they lose tomorrow, they're going back with two games at at Chase Field um, to so win. It's, it. a, it's a it's a great like yep. it's a great position to be in. And, and and Merrill Kelly is going to pitch again. Yeah, and Dodgers fans can say all they want, but. You're lying to yourself if this if you're not a little afraid now. Yeah, because the Diamondbacks just be. put up 11 runs. You on should you. be. They scored five the game before and six the game before that against another team that had won a division. Like this is clearly a good baseball team, at least right now. Clearly a very dangerous baseball team right now. So this is by no means like, I mean, prior to this series, I was saying like I thought the Dodgers were going to win tonight. I thought the Dodgers would probably win this series. Um, I always thought there was a chance the Diamondbacks won, but I thought that they probably would if you were asking me. And I don't feel that way anymore. I genuinely, at the very least, don't know. Um, but I, I feel like this is a good spot for the Diamondbacks to be in and that they very well could win this series. Pedro Martinez said it when we talked to him in the TBS Zoom meeting yeah. yesterday. But he said that basically the Diamondbacks really have nothing to lose here. Mm-hmm. The, the Dodgers are the ones that have all the question marks about them. They're the ones that have something to prove. And the pressure is really on the Dodgers because the Diamondbacks have nothing to lose. That was evident to say. And I think that that was apparent with the way Kershaw pitched. Um, <laughs> I love Fernandez so much. People are just kind of coming at him, and he's like, I don't care what you want to say. He's, he's I just want to hear bad things about Clayton yeah, he's Kershaw. He's here to talk shit about Clayton hey, Kershaw. Fernandez, Clayton Kershaw, he sucked tonight. He really did. He, he was, was really awful. bad, and he yeah. might never. I would never pitch again if I was Clayton Kershaw yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah, Fernandez uh, gave us a super chat, so, I, so I he's, very he's much, cool with us. Listen, he, I, we appreciate our supporters, but we appreciate you too. You guys man. are awesome. Uh, going back to the Alec Thomas home run, by the way, not oh. only was it the most pitches in a plate appearance ending in a home run in the postseason since pitch re- uh, counts were tracked in 1988, it is the most pitches in a plate appearance ending in a home run in Arizona Diamondbacks franchise history, regular season yeah. or postseason. Yeah, and I mean, 14. It, the point that you made earlier, like coming from, like that's obviously impressive from literally anybody. Corbin Carroll does that and he hits a home run. We are still freaking out about how crazy of an at bat that is. But we expect that based on the way Corbin Carroll's been performing. And and it's not so much that just that 
Alec is not the most prolific hitter on this team. But when when we cons- when you consider what he was doing in the wild card, especially game one where he looked lost, like some of the worst swings I've seen a professional uh, baseball player take in the postseason. It was awful. Yeah. Um, and for him to turn it around to what we saw today is crazy because uh, he's a, like he's a young guy too. Everyone always talks about Alec or like Corbin being the rookie. But like Alec is really young, yeah. So like this is his first time in the postseason too. Yeah. So for him to be able to deal with this, especially at a at a place like Dodger Stadium, because I know they took the energy out of that stadium quick, but at the beginning it was Rockin'. it's Dodger Stadium yeah. man, in the yeah. postseason. Um, and for them, for him to kind of be able to overcome that is huge. Uh, Rudy in the chat says, "Got to take advantage of a rookie starting on the Dodger side on Monday," and that's another thing. The Dodgers don't have this uh, the starting pitching rotation that they once had i mean but we were talking about it tonight i mean two of their starting pitchers that probably (laughs) if if history was different uh would be probably pitching in the series are not even on the team any longer due to domestic violence situations right so it's like the dodgers aren't the 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 same team that they were and hats off to them for handling those situations in the best possible way an organization can but it's not to say that they did not lose uh some some of their the, the pitching that they thought they were going to be able to rely on especially here in the postseason due to you know these these personal matters that are embarrassing for both the person involved and the yeah. and the organization right but um i will say that in, in regards to the arizona diamondbacks things things are sunny over here it's always sunny uh here in phoenix but <laughs> corbin carroll and gabrielle moreno's remarkable starts to the postseason uh you couldn't ask for anything more I, no I, and, and i mean again i mean these guys are handling it where I, I know that maybe opposing fans are unfamiliar with them, so they don't maybe have that same feeling when they're at the plate. But I know that we 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 very much are are here for all of the Gabby uh, yeah. and and Corbin at bats because we feel like they are instantaneously some of the most important at bats in a game. Again, we gave you Moreno stats before the game, but he is just he was vital down the stretch. Mm. His it, the Diamondbacks with Corb uh, with with Gabby Moreno in the lineup were just a better team yeah uh and i know we have some clips from uh the locker room so do we have uh what Cattell's uh feedback on tonight's win it's not easy to play here man Let's tell you that um it's a lot of fans here I mean, we might we might got a little pressure i don't know it's, compete with the Dodgers, you gotta you gotta play nine and then Nothing. We we good. We good. We good. We gotta continue with heart. Continue with heart, and we're gonna be all right. Like that's such a you know like again we think that stuff doesn't matter. We really do. Yeah. And for him to say it's it's not easy to play here. It's not. I mean, I mean, uh, I think there's certain places that the Diamondbacks have played well lately yeah. that are kind of like imposing. I mean, Wrigley Field, Wrigley Field, Yankee Stadium, you know, Dodger Stadium. I, yeah, I know the Yankee Stadium isn't what it was. Well, I mean, they saying. also didn't have a great series. Though. No, they but, didn't. But but, uh, but no, you're. I mean, you're right. Man. No, it's like it. It it is. I mean, especially uh, the nine inning shutout from from Gallon against the Cubs was like that thing where I was just wow. like, oh man. Uh, wow. But yeah, I, I mean, clearly, like. First off, it's awesome to hear Cattell talk. You don't hear that very often. I feel like he's. So, um, he's... And for, the, for that clip, almost seemed like it was coming off of a loss because he's like, "We're going to be all right." Uh, but still, like, yeah, it, 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 you can't ignore the atmosphere that is Dodger Stadium. Yeah, like Dodgers fans are. are you could talk as much shit as what you want about Dodgers fans and all all, all that stuff. Um, 
And I mean, for some, they're, they're kind of proving the point why right now. Uh, but like they show up and they're loud. Um, so like I, you can't, you can't ignore it. Like it obviously is as a, as a factor in how these games go. And so, especially for them to acknowledge that it's a factor and then for them still to turn out a performance like this. Yeah. That's uh, impressive. Uh, we also have Christian Walker who was saying that um, uh, basically he had, he had feedback on how this, this is proof to this team that uh, they can trust themselves in this moment and be confident in, in themselves to win. Today is funny, especially in games like this, you know, with off days in between and stuff. But, but yeah, I think, I think that was enough proof to ourselves that that we can trust ourselves in the moment and be confident. And we have a reason to be confident. We're we're a really good team. Um, you know, anybody can execute on any given day. But you know, if if, if we're locked in and we're relying on each other, I, I think you know the the proof is there that that we can we can trust that. Man, I mean, he's not wrong though, right? If they're locked in and they're relying on each other, they don't have to, you know, like again, the the idea there that you're not the guy, right? You're yeah. not the only one that's going to do it. And when you see your teammates doing it, that's that, that's that confidence building. I mean, yeah. Tommy Pham was the guy tonight. Tommy Pham. I mean, four for five. When you look at he other guys' nights. He was on this nights, team in July. He was not on this team in July. Cattell Marte went one for five. Corbin, two for five. Christian Walker, one for three. You know, Gabby, again, another guy that uh, had a good night, two for five with three RBIs. So it's like there there were contributions all around. Guriel went one for five with a double and RBI. Alec Thomas had the home run. That was his only hit of the night. Um, but, I mean, again, it came it came from everybody. It came from everybody. That's what that's why Tommy Pham definitely stuck out as, as, as the guy tonight because he went four for five. But you could have easily given it to a number of other players yeah. on this team. And, and that is really what it comes down to, that ability to know that the guys are going to pick you up and that you are going to have them there, that you're not the only one that has to do it. Um, we also, do we have Alec Thomas as well? You know, we're, we're here. I mean, this is, uh, you know, a different Diamondbacks team than in the past. And, uh, you know, we're going to do whatever we can to, to you know, uh, get a W at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely different from, from the past Diamondbacks teams. And um, we're just going to keep on playing, you know, our brand of baseball and, uh, you know, try to get this thing done. Making a statement. We're here. We're fucking here. We're here. We are here and we are a wagon. Let's go. Also, they're talking in the chat. What do you think Mad Bum's doing right now? Hmm. That's a good question. You think he's watching baseball? Or no. Like, yeah, no. Baseball? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know because, like, okay, so my sometimes I just scroll, uh, doom scroll, like on Twitter or something. But that's not. That's not a good place for him to be right now. <laughs> that is absolutely not a good place for him to be. That is not. That is not a safe space for uh for Kershaw. But. I mean, who cares, right? Uh, honestly, right now, I'm just so excited that the Diamondbacks have been doing this, doing it the way they've been doing it, out-homering their opponents, not only in the yeah. series against the Brewers, but now tonight, uh, four home runs to nothing for the Dodgers. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, – it's it's an incredible thing to further the narrative that Clayton Kershaw is not a good playoff pitcher. I'm I'm all on board with that. Listen, um, yeah, and I, I, like, I was by no means hoping for it, but I was always fully aware of the fact that, like, there's always like there's always a chance that changes. I brought up David Price the other day. Like he was notoriously a bad postseason pitcher until the one postseason where he was a great postseason pitcher, and then the the narrative was gone. 
Like it just takes one postseason, and I was worried it was going to be this one, but it wasn't. He was. It was the opposite. It was the worst thing I have ever seen from a starting pitcher in the postseason. It's crazy. It's like it's can you just believe crazy. it? I really can't. Who like. Did you ever think that we would be in this situation? Not in this situation, no. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I don't want to make it out like I doubted the Diamondbacks to the point where I didn't believe they could have a good game against the Dodgers. But this particular game and this particular win, the way they did it, it's just like, no. There's I no, there is no I realistic uh, uh, reason to believe that this was going to go on like this. Um, and so that just it makes it so much more fun because, yeah, like, crazy. I was I was not talking shit before. Like, I was very purpose. Like, I, I was giving the Dodgers a lot of respect. They're a very good baseball team, and that cannot get lost. Despite how bad Clayton Kershaw was tonight, we cannot lose sight of the fact that they did this to a very very good base. This isn't the Brewers. This is one of the best teams in baseball. That's they right. won over a hundred games. Yeah. Like, this is one of the best teams. And I don't I don't give a shit about their their track record. I mean, I do. But their track record of, of losing in the playoffs, of Kershaw not being in the playoffs, all of that. They have they, – there was four first ballot Hall of Famers on the field for the Dodgers tonight, probably. At like, right? Yeah. Kershaw, uh, Freeman, Freeman, Mookie Bats, Bats, J.D. Martinez, probably. I don't know about J.D. Probably not I, JD, have to look but at that. least three. But like at, at least three, yeah. bare minimum, yeah. uh, first ballot Hall of Famers. And another guy who's going to finish in the top three or four voting for rookie of the year. Yep. Like, that's a very good baseball team in the, in the Diamondbacks. They didn't just beat him. They took it to him. They took it to him. Um, well, we got the one guy that was there of Elizabeth this crew that was present. Friedman. Uh, the chat demands Friedman, says Elizabeth. Well, when, when the chat asks for Friedman, uh, they get Friedman. Friedman. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, Jesse Friedman, Thunderstick, my vice mayor. What a night for the Diamondbacks <laughs> in L.A., Jesse. What a night. Uh, I mean, this is what everyone this is what everyone saw coming, I assume. Yeah, right? we, yeah uh, we absolutely knew this was the way. Six, the uh, six runs against Clayton Kershaw in the very first <laughs> inning of the game. I don't know whose bingo card that wasn't on. Uh, but, yeah, it was an absolutely wild game here at Dodger Stadium for the Diamondbacks. Just the ability to come out the way that the Diamondbacks did. Uh, Clayton Kershaw becomes the first pitcher in MLB postseason history to give up five runs, uh, to give up five hits and five runs before recording his first out of the game. Uh, and ultimately, of course, he only recorded one of those before he before he departed this game. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was was not. I mean, we talked about this a lot leading up to this, right? That Clayton Kershaw is maybe not the guy that he once was. He's always had a bit of a shaky, you know, reputation as a starting pitcher. Uh, or a shaky reputation in the playoffs as a starting pitcher, I should say. Um, but this was, I mean, this wasn't like playoff Kershaw. This was just Kershaw being kind of a, a shell of himself, I think. Uh, the velocity wasn't necessarily, you know, horrible compared to where it was in the regular season or anything. I think it was right around average. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could tell from the from the jump, Clayton Kershaw just didn't really have it in this game. And it was interesting, uh, you know, a lot of people asked Diamondbacks uh, hitters after this game about the approach that they had against Kershaw and being pretty aggressive. And, you know, what were you looking for? What was the game plan? And they would not say much. Uh, the D-backs suspect, and, and I believe Dave Roberts said after the game, that Clayton Kershaw would pitch in game four uh, if, if necessary, if we get to that point. Um, and so you can tell the Diamondbacks, they've, they've found something here, and they Hell don't yeah. want anyone to know about it. Hell <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine being a Dodgers fan right now <laughs> and thinking, best-case scenario – we win the next two games and then we got to throw Clayton Kershaw back out there in game four on the road. <laughs> Not ideal. If you're a Dodgers fan, 
I mean, and even the games between then, uh, between now and then, right? I mean, you've got yeah. Bobby Miller going in, in game two. He's a young pitcher. He's a rookie. Uh, the D-backs, uh, you know, he pitched very well against the D-backs in his first outing against them this season, but did not pitch particularly well in his last outing against the Diamondbacks in the regular season. And then game three, Dave Roberts has yet to say exactly what the Dodgers would do in that game, it seems like Lance Lynn uh, could be a possibility there. I know Emmett Sheehan threw, uh, you know, a number of pitches in this game, so it seems like he might not be an option. Ryan Pepio is still out there uh, as an option for that game. So yeah, I mean, this is the state of the Dodgers right now. It's it's Clayton Kershaw just not being the pitcher that he once was, and it's some young guys who certainly have some potential. I mean, I think Bobby Miller's a great pitcher. I think Ryan Pepio, you know, now that he's throwing strikes, you know, has a chance to be a pretty good pitcher in this league. But, you know, come playoff time, the, the Dodgers don't have what the Diamondbacks have in Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly. And, and Merrill, I mean, you know, there's, there's been this narrative, and we've talked about it a lot, of Merrill Kelly just not being able to win against the Dodgers. He picked a pretty good game uh, to get his first career win uh, against the Dodgers on, on the biggest stage that, that he's pitched in, you know, up to this point in his career. Uh, Jesse, that's absolutely the truth. And I know that, obviously, we're very excited about what the uh, offense did. Right. But I feel like it's just as significant about what Merrill did and what the, you know, obviously what the, what the bullpen did holding the Dodgers to just two runs and just really limiting them tonight as far as what they were able to do offensively. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel like there could have been maybe an option late where the Diamondbacks, you know, maybe didn't, you know, go to some of their best relievers or whatever, and maybe it allowed the Dodgers to kind of get a little bit Damn of rhythm. Saval is not on the roster. Yeah, like I was a little bit worried, you know, like a position player might get out there and start throwing or something like that. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm no, I mean, I, I I was a little bit worried, especially when they started to get things going against Miguel Castro because, just, like, again, this is... They, they this, were leading 11 to nothing, and we started getting worried. We did. <laughs> we're we so did. hurt. We are so hurt so by this scarred. team. But it's also the fact that, like, they're rusty, right? So you don't want to see them even catch fire just late in this game yeah. even if they don't win it yeah. we don't want to Give see him start getting things back on track for game two and game three yeah you know momentum is is uh you know it, it it's a word that in this sport i don't know if anyone knows if it's real or what exactly <laughs> it is but it's, uh, you know, it's magic it's magic jesse yeah i mean you, you have some sense that that does exist and uh yeah i mean if you're the d-backs maybe you didn't want the dodgers you know scoring six runs or something in, in the last couple innings and you know at least kind of salvaging some some respect for themselves i believe i heard this was the biggest loss uh by margin at dodger stadium uh that this dodgers team has has ever had maybe that was specifically in in the postseason uh regardless the dodgers don't lose by nine runs very often uh that just doesn't really happen uh, you know, the D-backs have been on the other side of a number of games like this. I remember the very first uh, series that the Diamondbacks played this year was a four-game set at Dodger Stadium, a series that the D-backs split while also being outscored by like 15 runs or something. The Dodgers won two blowout games and the D-backs won two games, I think, by one run each. Uh, but they were, I mean, they were very much on the other side of, of that in this game, just, you know, silencing this crowd, like this Dodgers crowd, uh, you know, I mean, I guess good on them. There were still moments where they got pretty loud and, and pretty into it. Uh, you know, Will Smith's two-run triple when the Dodgers finally got on the board really late in this game. The, the crowd was into it. But, I mean, it, it still was not – it didn't even remotely compare to the environment that we're used to at Dodger Stadium. 
the reality is that within 12 minutes of this game, the D-backs had already scored way more runs, more than twice as many runs as the Dodgers would score in the entire game. And it was, I mean, this game was over in 12 minutes is basically how, is basically how things worked out. Which is hilarious for a fan base that notoriously does not get to the game on time. You know how sick I would be if I had paid a bunch of money for Dodger, like Dodger Stadium NLDS tickets. <laughs> I show up 15 minutes late and the Dodgers are winning are losing six nothing already. <laughs> sick to my stomach. I would I would demand a refund. He's also from Kershaw personally. He's also uh, I think said the phrase like, "Can you imagine being a Dodgers fan?" I think 15 times on this episode. Could you so imagine? Far. I don't know out what the because if this happened to the D-backs, if this happened to the D-backs, we'd be like, "Ah oh, man, duh." The yep. run was fun. Yep. It's the Dodgers, of course. It's Joker. Yeah, oh, that sucks. It yep. wouldn't. Have been, I would have been upset, obviously, but it would have been like okay. Yeah. But if you're the Dodgers, oh boy, that's gotta suck. And it's and it's uh, yeah, and he's right doing this thing. Yeah, get out of here with all of that. But uh, <laughs> they were they were like rehearsing that before the game started. They yeah, were so they were just like, we're gonna get this in. No matter oh, how. You, you just blew David's mind. Oh no, I think my casket blew off my head right there. I'm, that's infuriating. That's a yeah, I have, I have to say, losers, Diamondbacks fans. It, I mean, it, it'd be yeah, it, it it'd be rough. They they've really taken the freight train thing to heart. They've got like stuff. They've got all sorts of animations and stuff on the no. screen. Freight train down yeah, nine is no. insane. No. Insane. The sad. No. Well, I'm talking about time. this was this was before the game started. This was before what the game doing started. What are you practicing double celebrations before the game? That's it. We didn't. We didn't practice. We didn't practice that. We just did. We just listened to the song one time in the background of the video. Uh, Jesse, before we let you go, what was more impressive to you on the offensive side of things? The fact that Corbin Carroll and Gabriel Moreno continue to kind of lead the way for this team as seasoned grizzled, grizzled young veterans, I guess you could say, or, uh, you know, Tommy Pham being, uh, the guy that goes four for five in the NLDS unexpectedly for a team that he wasn't even a part of you know, what, three months ago. Yeah, I mean, Tom, I, I wrote about five X factors for the Diamondbacks going into this series before the game started, and uh, Tommy Pham was one of them. Uh, he finished the season four for 31 in his last uh, five, 10 games. Uh, he didn't have an extra base hit in that span. All four of those hits were singles. There were some walks in there, but he just wasn't really impacting the baseball. And then in the postseason, I mean, those, those first couple games in Milwaukee, uh, Tommy Pham went one for eight. And he's your number three hitter, right? Like you can't really afford for your number three hitter to have a, you know, a 400 OPS or whatever for, for very long. So him turning it around, you know, getting four hits in a game, uh, hitting that home run at the end, obviously that home run wasn't particularly meaningful at the time, but I think it's, I think it's a, you know, a really positive development for the Diamondbacks, just seeing Tommy Pham, you know, be able to turn things around. And uh, he's obviously a really big part of this offense just by virtue of the fact that he hits third. Uh, and so, you know, you can't, you can't afford for that guy in your lineup to have too much downtime, but Good yeah, point. I mean, Cor Corbin Carroll and Gabby Moreno, I mean, what an introduction to the postseason, right? Uh, I mean, just being able to do this on, on that stage, uh, Gabby, I, I asked him after the game, you know, about just his ability to kind of come through and come into the spotlight like this and have the success that he's had. And, you know, he basically just said, this is, this is what I've been dreaming for. This is what I've been working toward up through the minors. Like this is the, the big oh, moment yeah. that I've been preparing for. And, uh, you know, it's not just him, it's Alec Thomas, it's Corbin Carroll, uh, as we mentioned earlier, guys who are, who are really young, uh, who have just stepped right in on, on the biggest stage that they've ever faced and, and not at all been phased by it. 
Uh, Jesse, before we let you go, Patrick Lyons wants to know if we can get you to do one ski in the uh, Dodgers <laughs> in, in the Dodgers press box. I'm guessing that's a no, but I figured I would wouldn't be doing my due diligence. What is that. what is what does that even mean? It's from like, a song. I need to understand. It's, a, from, it's, it's a, from a song. It's literally just a sound that uh, this woman makes in her song. Ski. She literally just says ski. It it's like doesn't really mean anything. I don't think. I think it's just a sound. It's just a sound. Yeah, okay. I don't know. That's All like right. an ad-lib, kind of anticlimactic. You see, he doesn't, and he doesn't believe you anyway. Uh, but I, 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 we, we asked, we tried. <laughs> you can't get mad at us, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, big game, obviously tomorrow with Zach Gallon, or not tomorrow because there is no game tomorrow. But on Monday, Zach Gallon will be on the mound for the Diamondbacks uh, again against the aforementioned Miller. Uh, and uh, yeah, this matchup, obviously, just due to Zach Gallon's. Uh, I guess slight advantage there with with experience is is kind of favoring the Diamondbacks, but who knows? Well, who yeah. knows? I mean, we said that about this game, and I mean, we went over all the factors, we went over all the loss, all the all the bad luck that Merrill Kelly has had against the Dodgers, and then he did what he did tonight, and the Diamondbacks win in this fashion. So, I, I, analytics be damned, numbers in the past be damned. I'm just ready to watch a good uh, baseball game against two. Very good young starting pitchers here that the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers both have in this game. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers at, at this point, you know, it, it's not a three-game series. It's a five-game series. But the Dodgers still, like, they really can't afford to lose game two, frankly. I mean, that's a really, really tough spot if you're yeah. if you're down 0-2 in a five-game series and you're and you're heading on the road. That's a re- That would be a really, really tough spot for them to come back from. So... You know, you kind of figure they're gonna they're gonna come out with a vengeance uh, in game two against Zach Gallen and you know try to do to the to the Diamondbacks ace what the Diamondbacks just did to theirs, right? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, Bobby Miller is a young pitcher, but but he's I mean he's really good. Like Bobby Miller, like if the Diamondbacks had Bobby Miller, he would be like a primary topic of conversation. Like he would be right up there with Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly as as one of the best pitchers on on this team. So. Uh, you know, he doesn't necessarily have that level of experience, but it's hard to imagine, you know, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman and, and some of the hitters in this Dodgers lineup just being quiet for, for multiple games in a row. So, yep. yeah, we'll see. We'll see what kind of, you know, momentum, if that's a real thing. We'll see if the Diamondbacks are able to able to carry any of that in, into game two. It is a little weird, like you mentioned, with the off day tomorrow. Uh, so there's, there's a, you know, a decent time gap between game one and game two. But, yeah, it's a game the Dodgers, frankly, cannot afford to lose. And the Diamondbacks at this point with can use, I think, any off days that they can get. Yeah. So uh, happy to have it. And, uh, Jesse, we are happy to have you always joining us from wherever you're at, but especially there in L.A. for this big win. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure to check out Jesse's piece on GoPHNX.com about those five X factors for the Arizona Diamondbacks, as well as follow him on Twitter at Jesse N. Friedman. Jesse, thank you again. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow or, or see you Monday. Not tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. I won't be here. I'll be in Las Vegas, uh, which I'm leaving for right now, by the way. And Jesse still thinks I'm a maniac for doing that. But of course, on my way out of town, I will be stopping at Circle K. It is the place to stop to get not only fill up my car for cheaper than anywhere else, because I am a member of the Inner Circle membership program. It's free. You can get it, too, just by downloading the Circle K app. You don't have to know Chris Jericho. You don't have to know the words to Judas. You don't have to know any of that stuff. Those are all pro, pro wrestling references. But what you do have to do is download the Circle K app today and join uh, their inner circle. You'll get 25 cents off per gallon on your first five Phillips. Key, key for a road trip, as well as their wonderful snacks. Don't sleep on the Circle K mm-hmm. snacks. You can get buy five, get six one free on Circle K 
products such as pizza, coffee, and ice cold fountain drinks. So join that inner circle membership program for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. At participating locations, visit circlek.com for details. The uh, sweet mesquite barbecue chip, Circle K brand chips have kind of they're fire. taken over the office. They're fire. Bit. They're yeah, I had them fire. yesterday. I'll be at Circle K after this show. I, I absolutely will be. I will be there. My, actually, my gas light came on the way here. So I, I need gas. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I, I would be drinking a Four Peaks right now in celebration, but I have to drive yeah. for four hours in, in, in the middle of the night through the desert. Um, but you should celebrate with a Four Peaks. Of course, it's the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Get yourself that rattle on red ale. Uh, it is perfect for tailgates. It is perfect for all the times. Win or lose, uh, you're good with booze uh, with Four Peaks. So make sure to check out, of course, pumpkin porter season is here now. You can get in the fall state of mind. It's back on the shelves and in draft lines throughout the valley. Do not miss that. Uh, it will be gone before you know it. Of course, uh, make sure to visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are all right around the corner. Of course, they don't want me to tell you this, but the ghosts do make the beer at the 8th Street Pub. So if you're into that kind Again, of thing. I don't know why they don't publicize that. I, I mean, I, 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 think, I think it's the free ghost labor. Yeah, I think true. that's probably the problem. But check out at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And please drink responsibly. Can I just, I want, before you get into your, like, your uh, wrapping up the show, I want to say, I saw a couple people, because Marcus said it, and there was someone earlier in the chat that talked about, like, not getting the national respect. The yeah. D-backs not getting respect. Yeah. Fuck that. I like it like this. You don't need it. Like, I like being the underdog. Yeah. I think the team does, too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I w- they don't need to give us respect until we force them to give the respect with a ring. Yeah. Like, until then. Let them keep sleeping because that's, that's right. how we got this far. Yeah. I enjoy it. Damien, can we see the super chats one more time? I'm going to get all of those before we get out because you guys are fucking awesome. Mitch Fleet said stadium got so quiet. Loved every second of it. It Yes, this, this. Uh, Joey Hill said one day, Wednesday here at cool. Chase Field. It's going to be electric and yes. we will be there. So make sure uh, to follow us and then we'll have some hijinks and I'll be back here. Uh our, our, our buddy BM, I'm, uh, this is the best I can do. I'm sorry. Comrade. Comrade. Uh, the first playoff game in any sport that I've watched where I was not nervous in the slightest. Well, we didn't like, be, you, you didn't have time, time to be, be nervous. nervous. <laughs> 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 By the time, before you even realized what was going on, they were kicking ass already. Al Ucard, you're a beautiful human being. You said D-backs with a 200 IQ play getting swept by the Astros to avoid the Phillies Braves just to give Kershaw the worst outing of his career. That's there not checkers, baby. To That's this. not checkers. 4D chess. He also said, uh, Mal, Mad Bum uh, probably sleeping knowing he's get uh, he has a way better postseason yeah. record than Kershaw. Don't let Mad Bum's Arizona Diamondbacks tenure distract you from the fact that he's arguably the greatest World Series pitcher in the history he'll, of the game. He'll remind you of that quite often. And last but not least, Victor said, this is me dreaming. How sweet would it be if we ended the series and Kershaw's career in game four? Maybe we do it. Maybe, be, maybe dude, we just, like, maybe we just end if, this in game what, three and wrap it up in three. What I don't if, know. What if? Like, what if Clayton what Kershaw's if? last ever game was tonight like could you imagine that could be it would feel pretty good oh so sweet david it would feel (laughs) delectable well we will be back here we will be back here 35 minutes before the game on monday with our pregame show and then back afterwards for our post game do not miss joining us i get one day off and i'm going to spend that again at a reggae festival pretending not to be a cop Good luck on that. But anyway, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter. I like reggae too. Yeah. Hey, stu- fellow students. Uh, I'm at cap underscore Would K-Bam you guys take with a K. Mad Bum back right now. Shut up. Don't what? start with me. Don't turn off his playoffs. Mic. 
Damon, turn off your own mic. <laughs> for the yacht? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, you no, got no. you sick bastard. I'm in. Stop it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm in. Uh, I'm at cap underscore caveman on, on Twitter. This guy over here, he's at Sean uh Depo- Sean underscore Depos. It's making me forget everything. Damon's still <laughs> people's producer. He is a Damon dog. That's D-A-W-G. We are Damon's dogs. Uh, of course, this show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, but of course, all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter instagram and facebook uh we thank you guys so much for joining us tonight you're beautiful people we love you so much we appreciate your time and remember kids baseball is fun but it is so much more fun when you hang six runs on kershaw <laughs> and end his night yo! in the first inning